Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Hey, yo. What it is, Duke City. Happy Friday, y'all. You made it through another week, and I'll tell you what, the boys, we're proud of you, friend of the show. We're proud of you, Albuquerque. We're proud of you, loyal listener. Speaking of the boys, the boys are live from Red Door downtown on beautiful and historic Central Avenue, downtown Albuquerque, New Mexico. I right in between spot. right in between fifth and sixth street. It's got not one but two great patios. Oh yeah. What's your favorite patio? Uh, I'm a back door guy. Yeah, I mean you know, I don't blame you. The back, privacy back door guests are best. Yeah, absolutely. I, I you know my aunt had a sign on her wall that said that. <laughs> I still believe it to this day. See, I liked I like the front patio. Sitting on the street, you know, gives you like the Tony Soprano vibes, sitting outside of uh, you know, the restaurant having a cup of espresso in this case a nice little cocktail maybe a little uh, espresso martini Ooh. you know and uh sitting back reading the newspaper kind of you know just embracing the old ways of life if you don't recognize that voice friend of the show well you haven't been listening long enough because that's young jake cassio our young phenom here today he's going to be our nba draft insider i know and we got all the hot takes back at the studio super producer a marie castillo how's it going a marie oh i'm a little jelly i know it's hot outside i'm ready for a cold one it's friday well i mean you could duck out early and come down here i mean i mean the show basically takes care of itself you don't don't do anything really the board (laughs) oh the board the board that's right that's right you can't. You remember those little birds that, like, uh, you touch their head and they would dip their beak yep. into the water? Yeah. And they keep yep. going. You can't set up a series of those in the I, studio sure and just time up, them just right? Mm, I'm sure we can come up with something. And I'm, I'm happy that Jake's on today. Hello, Jake. Hey, how are you doing? I like it. You're, you're a sports guy. I like I, it. I am a sports guy, you know. Yeah, I, uh, I like a good sports guy. Well, we all do. Who doesn't, really? You know what I like more than the sports guy? A sports-adjacent guy. And that would be me, one Van Nunley, other half of two men on my, uh, some would say, better half, on assignment in beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico. He'll be back on Monday, so don't get your panties in a ruffle. Two men on and its original incantation will be right back. But lucky for me, the mustache himself, mm. Jake Cassio, is We're here. We're here. And, um... You did some great things this week. I did. Number one, you let your Mets um, lose to my Astros. Ugh. That was awfully nice of you. You know, yeah. Uh, take it. You know what? <laughs> take it. You know, I'm looking forward to uh, next season when we finally get the old men off our team, build a nice pitching rotation. It's just not our year. You know, money, money ball is winning this year. Well, and- first off, Jake, how dare you? Max Scherzer's a year younger than me, and Justin Verlander's exactly my age. Well, you look a lot better than they do. Oh! <laughs> yeah. I, hey. bet, I bet if we got you out on the mound, you could at least, you know, win a game. 
Jake, flattery will get you nowhere. Oh, I know. With other people. With me, <laughs> just pour it on. Give me all you got. They, Justin Verlander looks bad. He looks fat and old and just disgusting and depressed. He reminds me of that Ben Affleck meme where he's, like, sitting outside <laughs> smoking his cigarette and also, like, fumbling, like, all his, like, Dunkin' Donuts. Is he, like, the new smoking Jay Cutler meme? Yeah. So, like, you just, like, Photoshop a cigarette on the Justin Verlander's mouth no I matter think, what he's doing uh, yeah, and it Yeah, I good? think that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Friends of the show, you're listening to Two Men On right here on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We've got a hell of a program today. A lot of NBA draft recap. I know, Amory, you're very excited. We're going to lean a little more sports than sports adjacent today. Let's go. So, I know, finally. I can't wait. Here. I'm a sports guy's guy. Yeah. Not only you got, not only are you two sports guys, you're also sports gambling guys. Yeah, double yeah. what I like. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, save, I'll save my bet that I made uh, last night uh, for the next segment, but uh, it's a killer one. Oh, We're going to have some killer so bets. Excited. And speaking of killers, how about them killer whales? Oh, my God. I was wondering where you're going with this van. <laughs> In between. Like, bro, it's Friday. Let's, like, have some fun. Yeah, I'll wrap all this together. Speaking of killers, speaking of gambling. Quit gambling out on the ocean and messing with killer whales. These orcas are attacking boats. Yeah, and look, not because they're hungry, Jake, because they think it's fun now. They got beef with us. So <laughs> apparently what I've read is it's one pod of orcas. And it was, it's one orca because it's a matriarchy. That's how the orca family works. The Smart. Pod. So it's led by a lady. Rest in peace, And they queen got the Elizabeth. queen lady. Yeah. And she had an inner... inner, inner an encounter, there okay. we go, an encounter with a boat. And uh, now she's got beef, and she's teaching all the other orcas in the, in the pod to mess with these boats. Well, you've got to take it one step further now, Jake, because they're communicating and they're spreading this information to other pods of orcas. It's, uh, it's a whole revolution, and we're definitely going to need some bigger boats. Just yesterday, another group of orcas attack a Dutch team in an ocean race. What? These guys are in a boat race on the ocean, and they got diverted by killer whales. And the craziest part is they don't even want to attack the humans. No. They just sink the boats, and they're like, all right, good luck. Swim back. Yeah, swim back. <laughs> see, quit messing. This is our hood. Yeah. You don't see us going ashore messing with your cars. No. Stay out of the ocean. We quit messing with your boats. Yeah, and honestly... The killer whale is probably the scariest animal on this planet. Look, I, I blame SeaWorld for all of this. It, it is their fault. You know, I mean, free Shamu, free uh, Tililicum. Uh, what was that word? Tililicum. Okay, I don't think you could say that on air. It's what a, it? a Inuit word. Oh, it's, okay. Uh, yeah. Does it mean something nice? Uh, you know, I'm going to assume it does for okay, the I'm sake back. of... I'm back in. Yeah. Uh, those are the only two ones I remember from, uh, what's it called, uh, Blackfish. It's, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Quit capturing these majestic animals and forcing them in a life of entertainment and servitude. You saw what happened to the elephants. The elephants started fighting back. This is what's happening now. We let one ex-circus orca back into the ocean, and now he tells all of his friends about us, and now they start attacking the boats. Yeah. This is your fault, SeaWorld. I, we have a serious problem on our hands. And I'm a, I'm a big ocean guy. I'm a big advocate for having fun on the ocean, jet skiing, partying on a boat, drinking on a boat, fishing, all of that. 
but I'm also an advocate for the killer whales. Leave them alone. We need to do better. Jake is basically a living uh, 90s hip-hop video. Yes. Uh, how much he loves the ocean. Uh, I'm a big ocean guy, too. I love the beach. I love the sand. I love getting the sand on my toes. I love jumping in the ocean for a little swim. But as soon as I'm, like, more than three vans deep, if I can't swim down and swim back up in, like, 12 <laughs> seconds, I'm out. I don't mess with the ocean, and neither should you, humankind. Yeah, I don't like the ocean from, like, the beach. I like the ocean way out there, you know? I, honestly, if I was a billionaire, I would probably have been on that on that uh, Titan submarine. Are you serious? If I was a billionaire, oh yeah, oh Jake, yeah, one. You are, Jake, Jake, I would I would have paid for it. No, no, you wouldn't have. Why not? That's some. That's an interesting, cool flex with to knowing, have. That's a flex. With but you're saying with <laughs> you're saying with knowing. Okay, without the knowledge, I would have gone they on. They knew what they were getting into, and you would have not done that. I don't know. I mean, the thing about really rich people is they're the most bored people on this planet. You yeah, know? I would do something cooler, though, even if my life was at stake. I would do something cooler. Than go hey, what hey, what Marie, would you do? What would hey, you Marie, do? Jake is so young. He hasn't put his life into perspective yet. He doesn't know how precious life is. He's willing to risk his life willy-nilly for Instagram. It's and, <laughs> it's and giggles. Really? Oh yeah. He'll go. No, he's no, gonna no. go thirteen thousand leagues below the sea. Oh yeah. Just because he's got a spare quarter milli laying around. You know, in uh, France they call me Jacques, like Jacques Cousteau. Oh, no one calls boy. you that, Jake. In France they do. Okay, fine, because they have to, because that's your name. <laughs> Look, in between, in between the Titan imploding next to the Titanic, and then literally a immigrant boat with 79 people passing away on it just got overturned yesterday and now the orcas are fighting us humans stay out of the ocean yeah that's yeah, not a good time there's sharks there as a as well, a man that, that has scuba dived before i'm pro I'm, I'm exploring no jake no, no i will never scuba but i will snorkel but it's just got to be right there next to the coast oh no i've scuba dived in the uh, the red sea in egypt before that was the best experience in the world, and I would do it over again okay, anytime. Okay, you're not going to go down 13,000 feet. Well, no, you can't go that far. Uh, well, I mean, in, well, in, a, in a submarine, you could. Not with that oh. attitude, you can't. In a, in a more, you know, uh, regulated uh, ocean. <laughs> Jake, I appreciate living life to the fullest, but I, like, I'm all about maybe like a dumb six-leg parlay, but I'm not going in a weird, unsafe submarine to go see the Titanic. See, the thing about me, A. Marie, is, you know, I'm a degenerate gambler and risk taker, but that's not just in sports betting. It's oh, in life. Okay. You should see my stock portfolio. <laughs> okay, well, I, okay, I don't care. I, I'm all about the way I love, I love your energy. I love what you're giving us right now. Big Friday mood, too. But just don't do the submarine thing. It, it, I mean, I, one, I can't afford that. So, you know, until I get to that until point in my life. Until we get these parlays this weekend, Amen. Well, you know, we have a weird weekend because uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of am very close to blacklisting myself from gambling on baseball. It's just oh, there's too many games. Man, it's, he's so young. How many well, times have you said that before? Uh a couple. <laughs> the only gambling I like with baseball is Nerfies, because at least it's over in like 30 minutes, less than 30 minutes. Right. Well, you're going to have to explain Nerfies to yeah, the, yeah, the non-gambling so, uh, A Nerfie is the, the NRFI, means no run first inning. So oh, you, can either, you can either bet that it's going to be a run in the first inning or not a run in the first inning. I'm always, right I'm always an advocate for no run. I'm a Nerfie guy. 
And okay. how's that working out? Um. <laughs> but that's the hottest bet right now. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. It, I mean, and, you know, you get, like, what, 10 to 15 baseball games in a day and, yeah. you know, just go down the list. And, you know, you can parlay the first three and then parlay the next three or, you know, just straight bet them all. You got a base. You got the world's biggest baseball dork sitting right next to you, and I haven't had one text asking me for my baseball insight when you're about to lay down a parlay on baseball. Yeah, uh, you know, you know, it's been a weird season of baseball where um, the teams that have spent a ridiculous amount of money are just not performing, and I'm pro spending money now, at least nowadays, because Steve Cohen is our owner. And I'm like, go ahead, let's waste our money. You spent $80 million on one Max Scherzer and one Justin Verlander, and you could have bought 120 Ellie De La Cruzes with that money. Yep. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we have the highest payroll in baseball, and we are fourth in our division. Yeah. Out of how bad. many? Uh, five. <laughs> Thank goodness he you just, got the other you know team what? in the division. You fell into that trap, Jake. He wanted you to say that. Uh, you know, um, it's okay. I'm uh, I'm comfortable with it. Uh, the thing about being a Mets fan is you gotta hold on to hope. You gotta believe. I oh we're the God. underdog. We're the we're the ugly stepchild in New York compared to the evil empire. Well, at the beginning of the season, I predicted three teams from the NL East going to the playoffs. So basically, everyone except for the. The Washington Senators and the Florida Marlins. <laughs> and the Marlins are better than us right now. Yeah. Uh, they're playing some real baseball, yeah, aren't they? They're in a, it's fun to watch. They're second in the division, I believe. We're going to be talking a little more baseball in the 6 o'clock hour. Uh, the rest of this first hour is all dedicated to the NBA draft. Let's go. We're going to recap the happenings of the draft last night. We're going to talk about you got a list of sleepers that you're ready to just shove down oh, yeah. the stupid throats of all these. I even have some undrafted guys. NBA guys. Undrafted uh-huh. guys. Some undrafted studs. Okay. I never got drafted. Yeah, you know, neither Into did Fred professional Van sports or the military. Hey, that's good. Joke's on you guys. I technically can't get drafted. One I'm of an you only guys son. missed. <laughs> <laughs> Banger of a day yesterday down at the YMCA as the YMCA and New Mexico United and New Mexico Soccer Foundation and the lovely people at Lego uh, put on one hell of a show for the ribbon cutting for YMCA's new mini pitch. Whether you call it mini pitch or futsal, it's going to be an amazing moment for soccer in this city and surrounding areas. Uh, Go ahead and get down and sign up. Sign up start for the new mini pitch league at the YMCA starting July 3rd. Get in as soon as possible. It's going to fill up fast. And all of you mini pitch and uh, futsal adult fans, well, you just sit right on the edge of your seat because there's an adult futsal league coming your way as well. We're going to hit the rest of the sponsors when we get back. Tons of NBA draft talk all in the 4 o'clock hour. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. All right, traffic right now. We have crash cleanup continuing uh, southbound on Coors at Paseo. Be careful. Watch yourself going through there. Dealing with slowdowns southbound on I-25. They'll start around as soon as the last until Montgomery. Westbound on I-40, seeing more slowdowns now. You're going to run into those as you approach 4th Street. They will last until Coors. Mortal Kombat! Fight. This song gets me pumped up. 
it's not the real Mortal Kombat music, so don't hit me with that copyright garbage. Yeah. All right. Hey, Shane, trying to hear it. <laughs> I know what I'm doing here. We don't use copywritten music because we uh, post it on the interwebs. I ain't trying to get your stupid class action lawsuits. We are a liable radio show. Yeah, why do you think I say allegedly once a segment? Yeah, true. I need to get CYA. better at that. <laughs> Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. As always, we're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cobalt Banker Legacy Mobile Studio as the boys are downtown at Red Door. Two patios for your sipping pleasure. Great menu, good grub here, and uh, just fantastic people watching. Just fantastic people here in general. Don't miss karaoke on Monday Ooh. here at Red Door downtown and uh, the comedy every Wednesday. Ooh, I, I love both of these. You ever done stand-up? No, I have uh, considered it, though. I, We're uh, trying to get Amarita to start. She's really funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been doing it's... it professionally for 15 years. <laughs> 15? Yeah. I thought it was 16. I, mm, I, pack, I practice my routines in the shower. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Does, uh, does okay. anybody laugh? Also, yeah, I do. <laughs> Chuck Parker's the comedian who runs comedy on Wednesdays at Red Door, and it's a uh-huh. really good laid back. Like you'll see a lot of the local talent, and it's a it's in the back uh, the back patio, which I know you guys love. It's really cool. Absolutely, I'm a big back door. It's free. Ooh, yes. you're speaking my language. I was trying to fool people into showing up and then hitting them at the door, but it's free. I'm, I'm not lying. My goodness. That's you know awesome. the boys, like I did today, start our days at the YMCA. Lunch and a milkshake. That goes down at 66 Diner every Thursday. It's Throwing Thursday at ABQ Axe. And on the boys, you mentioned two men on. You mentioned the boys. You mentioned Van and Fred. Hell, even you mentioned young Jakey boy, oh. our NBA insider, young phenom here on the program. We'll give you $7.50 off per person, per lane, per hour. We are giving away axe throwing. That's awesome. You know what you can get with seven fifty? Uh, you could get uh, about uh, two and a half gallons of gas. Okay, great answer. Yeah. You could also get yourself a Red Door beer, which they also serve at ABQ Axe. We get all of our merch at the Duke's Team Store in the Knob Hill Shopping Center, and the weekends that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's vodka. We stand in solidarity with you, Albuquerque, and surrounding areas until the whole world gets Teller Tea. We will drink one every day. Keep an eye open to those liquor store shelves as Teller Tea, the drink of the summer in 2023, is coming your way soon. I can't wait. I am so excited. I love a nice, strong tea. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. It's the best. It's a great golf drink. It's Wimby time, Jakey oh. boy. Let's go. So uh, The future greatest player in NBA history wrong. is finally False. on the scene. Not the best player in the draft. Oh, who is it? Carmelo? No, <laughs> no Scoot Henderson is going to be the best player in this draft class. You think and Scoot I'm, and, and Henderson? I'm, mm-hmm, that man's an athletic monster. He's in the wrong sport. Let me, let me tell you something here, uh, Van. I don't believe in unicorns. He would be a way better strong safety in the NFL than a basketball player. Well, he's, uh, he's going to be a killer point guard, and he's going to be the replacement of Dame Dalla. Oh, okay. Well, go. Let's sing. I'll, let's, I'll give you the stage. Yeah, so. Sing your praises for Scoot. Scoot Henderson. 
he he chose the right path for himself by not going to college. I I like this new era of you basketball. You hear that, kids? Don't, Don't go, go to, to college. Go play in the G League. Jake Cassio Go play says, in the overtime elite league. Oh, you mean basketball players. Yeah. Not everyone. Yeah, everybody else. I, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but not, not you, little Ricky. Yeah, some of you guys can go. But, yeah, you know, go to but, trade school. Yeah, and I, I don't believe in Victor Wembanyama. Uh, he's Whoa. A, he's a unicorn. He's uh Yes, exactly. Yeah, and the, and the unicorns don't work. Tall, skinny, lanky guys do not work in the NBA. Except for this one. He's the exception to the rule. Mm, he, he's going to get He's lucky he's in the Western Conference and doesn't really have to deal with too many bigs. If an East Eastern Conference team drafted him, he would be bodied every night. Every night. Well, he doesn't need. He's a finesse player. He'll just dribble around you and dunk on you. And when I say dunk, I, I, mean, feel like I mean barely jump because he's seven and a half foot tall with an eight foot wingspan. He's got the he's got the handles of the best point guard. He's you have to also consider where he was playing. Of course, France made a name for themselves this uh, this draft class. Three players in the first round. And uh, but the French league is not the National Basketball Association. I say it's better than the G League. No, I, I take the G League any day of the week. You are. You're just a G guy. I am. Oh, yeah. I believe in the G League. I believe in the farm system. And the NBA is just getting closer and closer and closer to making it work. Okay. And, and it's been proven in this draft class. Look at how many guys from not college got drafted this year and excluding the foreign guys, too. It's a good number. In the first five picks, three out of the five played in a in a in a minor league well yeah i agree with you there i mean this uh the one and done freshman thing in college this is on its way out the g league is on the rise the european leagues are on the rise and just like doing nothing for a year and exercising that's on the rise too and they get paid there's not nil money but they're getting paid and you know i victor victor wimbanyama is not my guy I'm sure he'll be fun to watch for a couple of seasons, and then as he gets older, all those injuries are going to be crashing down on him. I mean, look at Chet Holmgren. He didn't even play a single game this year. Chet Holmgren is soft. Yeah, he but is, he's but he is body 6, type in the, in the thread art, count Egyptian in, sheet soft. Kevin in that Durant. body, Kevin Durant. Yeah, he's softer than Kevin, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. He's, like, called, he's softer no, than Kevin like Durant's Kevin Durant Twitter gets, account. Kevin Durant gets hurt in warmups. Yeah, you know, like these. Lanky guys like don't really do much, you know. Unless if unless Victor Wembanyama in the next three years puts on forty pounds of muscle, then I all hope is lost. I I got some news for you guys. He is going to bulk up, and he's only nineteen. He could get taller. His arms can get longer. He might not ever even have to jump from now on. He's got the handles of white chocolate. He's got the shot of Steph Curry. He's got the He's got the spatial awareness of Nikola Jokic. This kid is the truth. I think we're going to realize with Victor that really he's just going to be like a shot blocker and maybe try to take a couple of mid-range and three-pointers a game, but he is not going to be dominant in the paint. He's going to play solid defense. I'll give him that for the size, you know. He's going to be like Mitch Robinson and just get average a bunch of blocks. And I bet you he's going to get the ball stolen from him a bunch. How? No one can reach that high. When he dribbles, 
Can you <laughs> anytime he dribbles, man, he's got to go up like what four feet? He's got point guard handles. No one can steal the ball from this guy. <sighs> he's gonna get those legs and ankles broken. Victor Wanyama is next year. He will be not only the rookie of the year unanimously. He'll be on the All NBA team. I'm gonna put my money on Scoot Henderson being rookie of the year. Oh my! Here we go. Yeah. All right. Speaking of bets, Amory, we're gonna need some uh, odds on both of these bets right now because this guy's an insane person. I am. With I will work Victor on Wimbin it. During Yama, the truther. This is the most sure thing in the history of the universe. Is Victor Wimbayama is going to come into the league and dominate? He's Re- going to be remember the last guy we said this about. What was his name? LeBron um, James. No, 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 no. Um, I think his name starts with a Z. Uh, Zion Williamson. Oh, where has he been? Hey, MIA. I, I know exactly where he's yeah, been. <laughs> he's been. He's been in between some thighs, and we're going to be talking about that at five o'clock. You know, so it, we'll hold the Zion talk for five o'clock. Victor Wimbanyama is the truth. There's something, a thing like this hasn't happened in the, in the NBA since literally LeBron James. He is the biggest, most sure thing possible. You're talking about Scoot Henderson. He didn't even go second after Victor Wimbanyama. Because the Hornets don't need a point guard. They need, they need a forward. I think if you're as sorry as the Hornets are, you take the best player. And their front office said Brandon Miller is the best player. He's mm-hmm. half a foot taller than Scoot Henderson. He can shoot better. No. He plays better did you, defense. Did you watch the He's same NCAA tournament I did? Yeah. Because he, Brandon he, Miller did not show up. I'm a Brandon Miller advocate. I am. And honestly, him getting drafted to the Hornets is a perfect situation for him because everything just falls apart there for that team with everybody being with gun charges, lean, drugs, all of that. It's a perfect setup for Brandon Miller. Hold on, they have a lean problem? Oh, yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Okay, um, writing, writing this down. Yeah. Uh, they Go gotta... to Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, the Charlotte Hornets are... Uh... Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Happy Friday, friends of the show. The boys are downtown at Red Door downtown. Have a lot of fun with it. Right here on Central in between 5th and 6th Street. Your choice in between two patios. I mean, whether or not you want to be outside in this beautiful summer Albuquerque weather, we got a nice little long bar here. You got some tables. We got a kitchen with some delicious food. Great the, fans. Good the, AC. The comfortable. The food is so good. You're not lying. Last time I was here, we had some fried cheese curds with these like oh two dope god. sauces. Oh god! Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna order some again. They're Never mind. Okay. I love their mouth. green cheese. Nah, my mouth's watering. And I, their wraps are really good. That's a new featured item I tried recently. It's so good. Oh, they got like like <laughs> Albuquerque local MCs. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> they, got, they got they spit hot bars. They got them wraps here. Uh, you know, they do. They bars sweet. only. Or chicken Caesar wrap, but <laughs> delicious. That's an interesting rapper name, Chicken Caesar. Chicken Caesar? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, More NBA talk. Uh, we discussed the number one pick, Victor Wimbayama. Uh, Jake thinks he's a bust. Yep. I think he's going to be the greatest player in the history of the association. Um, a. Marie is somewhere in the middle. I think A. Marie's on my team. Scoot well, Henderson. Uh, I, think yeah. he, I think he is going to be humbled, though. He's This man is going to get in the NBA. He's going to be like, oh, boy. I oh, think, yeah, it's a, it I ain't going to be. I think he's going to be a top player, and I think he's going to do great things for the San Antonio Spurs. But he's 
they're like, he's the next LeBron James. Like, I think this man's going to get quickly brought back down to earth. In- no, yeah, that's all next- hogwash. He's, you can't compare, and the only thing you could compare him to LeBron James with is hype. His comp is Bill Russell, who can handle the ball like Jason Williams. That's my comp. He's got street ball handles, and he's as good as Bill Russell. And he plays defense. And he plays defense. But I'm- so congratulations, San Antonio Spurs fans. I think fans. he's going to be a one-trick pony. You get, to win, you get to win 11 straight now like Bill Russell. He's going to be a shot blocker, and that's really about it. I, and Victor Wimbanyama, I do not trust. Want to be a shot blocker. Well, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's break down some of the rest of these picks. So San Antonio was overwhelmingly happy with their pick. They're in on that one. Charlotte fans, not so much. Yeah, the, everybody was booing Brandon at the, Miller. At the watch parties in Charlotte, at their biggest sports bar, and literally at their stadium, when the camera panned to Brandon Miller, he got booed. And then even more so when Adam Silver, modern Nosferatu, announced the draft pick of Brandon Miller, he got booed again. Because the, the people of Charlotte understand that Scoot Henderson is going to be that guy. But I, I have faith in Brandon Miller. He's just got to work on some of his, uh, his wing shooting. Um, and in high-pressure moments, which he probably won't experience in his first four or five years in uh, Charlotte. But uh, he has potential to develop and help that team out, I think. Um, It's exactly what they needed. I mean, they drafted to their needs. They didn't draft the best player available. They drafted to their needs, and I respect that. Well, I mean, they said, like, the GM who absolutely fumbled this question, he made himself look like an idiot. But, I mean, to me, that's what they did. Instead of taking the best player available, which I also agree with Scoot Henderson, they went to a, a, a position of need, which is Brandon Miller. Even though they're lying to everyone and saying that Brandon Miller, it was the best player available in their eyes. Charlotte fans spoke up. And not just Charlotte fans. The friggin' mascot, <laughs> Hugo the Hornet. Doubled over, oh, God. put his hands on his knees and leaned over in the middle of Charlotte Hornets Stadium after the pick was announced. He cannot have a worse welcome to the NBA than the fans and the friggin' mascot gave to him in Charlotte yesterday. It's, everybody's probably reacting this way because he said Paul George is his goat. If he turns into Paul George, that's a great pick. Why are people mad? I, probably because of all the uh, ongoing investigations going around the man, and they just wanted something solid for once in Charlotte because they are. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a team of troublemakers over there. Honest to God. I mean, look, the Carolinas know how to party, and I don't know why they're not welcoming this guy with open arms. Probably because they're just tired. I would be tired if I was a Hornets fan. Your, your team has moved around so much. Your name has changed so much. They just want a little consistency. And As, now Michael Jordan's selling the team. He said, I'm out. You know, so and there's you, not a lot to be hopeful for. And you feeling sorry for the Hornets means a lot. Yeah. Because you're a Mets and Bills fan. Well, well. You're the, perpetually tortured. The Bills are on the up and up. Okay? okay. I know. That's what they all say. And the the Mets, at least, have been in a World Series in the last decade. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> you know, I, I have that going for me. Oh, man, these are the, the sounds of an apologist here. No. Uh, and then uh, the Blazers, uh, they, made, they made a lights-out mm. pick with my guy, Scoot, you know, and Scoot. I respect. I respect what they did here because they didn't need a point guard. They don't even they don't even need a backup point guard. But they just picked the best player available. They don't need a guard Jake, or a shooting guard. Dame Jake, can do both. That's what I was say, Jake. Do you think this affects uh, the whole Damian Lillard rumors? He said he's going to think about it for the next week because he the team did not contact him about any future picks or anything moving forward with all of that. I. Oof. I mean, we play this game every year with Damian, Damian Lillard, every year, about him being like, well, I might leave. Oh, no, I, I'm loyal. I'm going to grind. I'm going to make it through with Portland and all this. And like, <sighs> Damian Lillard never even said that he wanted to leave. Somebody asked him if he didn't play for the Blazers, who would you play for? And he started rattling off teams that his friends play for. But he never said he wanted to leave. Portland never said they want to get rid of him. This is all speculation by idiots like me and you and Amarie. Like, <laughs> we we did this. I think Dame, Dame stays. Dame didn't do this. Dame stays, 100%. Portland would be fools to get rid of Damian Lillard. You can't get somebody back in this thing as good as Damian Lillard. Yeah. Like the future speculation on some of these young players or other draft picks, those aren't Damian Lillard. And honestly, Scoot could play a shooting guard position. I mean, he's, he's only like 6'1", 6'2", but he could do it. Even better, by the way, I was looking at futures for next NBA season, and Scoot Henderson is runner-up to be Rookie of the Year at plus 400. Well, Smart. Book yeah. it and buy it right now because it's going to happen. And, of course, Victor is number one at minus 160, but I would definitely go put some money on some plus 400 Scoot Henderson. I put $3,000 on Victor Wembanyama being the first overall pick yesterday, and I won $6. Oh, <laughs> Jake, I'm uh, so mad at you right now because we talked about that on the program yesterday, and it the it, the odds were ridiculous. I mean, sometimes you just need to see a win. Negative fifty grand. <laughs> yeah, fifty grand to win a hundred. Yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I respect the game. You know? And by the way, if you're putting fifty thousand down to win a hundred dollars on Victor Wembanyama being the first pick, duh, it's a sure thing. That's why it was that much. And by the way, the hundred dollars you win, guess what? You got to take out the vig. Yeah. <laughs> Nine grand. Okay. There's another 33% out. So your $100 win is actually only like $62. Congratulations. Hey, $62 is $62. <laughs> you could get a lot okay. with that money. And then uh, I want to shout out the Thompson brothers, too. Oh. The Thompson twins? Yeah, the Thompson twins. Okay. Yeah, because they're going to they're gonna be a force. Well, I hope so, at least, especially the one of them. Yeah, the the mean Thompson who you got yeah. the Rockets. Oh yeah, and uh, I did like when I saw like people like I saw prognosticators like splitting these guys up like five picks apart, like Amen going number four to the Rockets, and then Amar or Owl, Alsar, 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 going like tenth. I was like, they're twins. Their game can't be that different no. to where they go five picks apart. One of them might be ever so slightly better, and then whosoever's next, you take the other twin. Yeah, and uh, I think they're, they're going to be pretty solid. I mean, Detroit doesn't need any more guards, but, you know, props to them. Uh, but I do want to say my, uh, I have three teams that won this draft. The Indiana Pacers, the yes. uh, Utah Jazz, Let's go. and sadly... 
the Dallas Mavericks. Oh. More draft talk, and Jake will tell you why he thinks these teams won right when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The you might be listening to Thompson <laughs> Twins. Hold me now. Ah, here we, oh, here we go. Here we go. You know this one. You love this one. Crank this one up, Amory. You know that you... Oh, yeah. The Thompson Twins... First brothers to be drafted in the top five. Crazy. About 30 years apart, but these are different times. Hey, let's wait. Let's let it go to the chorus, Avery. Here we go. Fire. I uh, did not know the song when you first said it, and then I started listening, and I was like, oh, Every, I, I everybody knows this. Yes. I think that was on, like, six different John Hughes 80s movies. See, that, that would add up. You know, <laughs> it, it, when I listened to that song, it invoked a feeling of, I want to have a summer fling and do all these fun things with them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, 80s were a different time. 80s movie vibes, except for the blatant sexism and racism, it was a beautiful time in history. I agree. When we were a proper country, other than the sexism <laughs> and racism. We used to be a country. You're right. Jakey Boy says. Yeah, that is my go-to motto these days. What <laughs> is a fun NBA draft. Uh, welcome back to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Uh, talking a little hoops, talking uh, more hoops than we talked about in a cool minute. But here we go. We're going to keep it going. After the fourth pick, when Amon Thompson was drafted, everything in me, I sent the most strongly worded emails to the Houston Rockets front office, trade up, get the fifth pick, do everything you need to do to take both of the Thompson twins. You guys didn't need to, though, because if we want to start highlighting some of my sleeper picks, okay, the Rockets did amazing by getting Cam Whitmore at 20 crazy that he fell that far because he the he's a hooper that guy crushed it at villanova did they have the best season in the world no but he's a certified bucket and he's going to be really good for your guys's team i i love hearing that because i thought he was going to go fifth or sixth in oh, the draft mm-hmm. and he kept dropping and dropping and dropping and thank you to the Houston Rockets PR department for putting out all this negative publicity on him <laughs> and having him fall down the draft board. It was absolute genius. It worked out perfect. He's dumb. He's lazy. He's got health problems. Uh, his medicals didn't check out. So congratulations to the misinformation team at the Houston Rockets. You guys crushed it. Yeah, he's, uh, he's on my sleeper list. Um, I only have two first-round draft picks on my sleeper list because I don't think the other guys could be certified as sleepers. Okay, Most go of on. my sleepers are in the second round. Um, in the first round, too, I got Jordan Hawkins at uh, with the Pelicans at the 14th pick, played at UConn, shooting guard. It's going to be great if they do keep Zion, and it's you know the more space you can get around that guy, the better you can perform. And uh, he's going he's gonna to be great for that team. Now, let's get into the second round where the real bread and butter is. Okay. I love second round draft picks. Okay, because 
nine times out of ten, or I would say seven times out of ten, the first-round draft picks work out really good. My first guy in the second round is Leonard, Leonard Miller. Got drafted by the T-Wolves, uh, played in the G League, Canadian. It's a perfect fit for him. Um, they're going to look really good in that lineup where he could potentially be like a starter from like day one, small forward. Uh, I look forward to watching him play. Um, and, you know, the more the more size and shooting that you can get around Cat and Rudy, the better you're going to perform. And Leonard Miller can provide that. My uh, other pick uh, for a sleeper pick is my boy from Arkansas, Alopecia uh, maestro Jordan Walsh. That's my guy. He oh my god! Is gonna be, he's not going to be like a star. He won't ever amount to be an all star. I don't think. Watch but he's going to be a very consistent role player who's going to provide the energy off the bench that any team needs. I would beg for Jordan Walsh to be on the Knicks. You know, I've been watching this guy for so long. But he went from the Kings, where he'd be a great fit. To the Celts, where he's going to be an even better fit. Uh huh. Oh yeah, it's going to be a perfect replacement uh, for their bench. Um, and then I want to shout out Keontae Johnson going to OKC from K State. Amazing story with that guy. He's going to be amazing in that young man roster. And Tracy Jackson Davis. Oh, okay. Steal of the draft. Best player. Okay, write these a guys plus, down. A plus, a, a plus. Michael, uh, he went to the Golden State Warriors. A plus, a plus, a plus. One hour in the books, having a lot of fun at Red Door downtown. Got another great hour of sports and sports adjacent content coming your way. We got some NFL talk. We got some NBA talk, and we got some uh, Jello shot talk. Whoa! What? You're listening to Two Men on 95.9 FM AM 610, the Sports Animal.